welcome to the AI Applied Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each week, I cover breaking AI news, tools, and interview experts giving you actionable tips on applying AI into your career, job, workflows, and life. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together chat GPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Over the last few weeks and months, there has been a lot of controversy and tensions brewing between Hollywood and AI. And just recently, Netflix stepped up a notch and kind of got themselves tangled up in this. So today on the podcast, we're going to be diving into what happened and why uh, Netflix put themselves into the crosshairs here. So let's dive into it. What Netflix has done that has gotten them so much flack is that a recent AI product manager position with a pay ceiling of $900,000 was recently found on their website, and this ignited a firestorm of controversy for Netflix. So critics argue that it exposes a huge divide between the tech company's massive paychecks and also the comparatively small um, earnings of actors and writers. Uh, This isn't you know, necessarily just a a solitary case. It's also, I believe, kind of indicative of a broader trend uh, in tech firms, which are really just racing to secure top-tier machine learning talent. And despite this, I think that the ensuing criticism uh, that Netflix faces here really brings to the forefront of kind of an underlying, uh, something that's underlying in the industry, um, and that some people are arguing needs rectification. So, Netflix actually has listings for several roles with machine learning responsibilities. All of them are carrying fairly decent-sized paychecks. So an engineering manager um, in member satisfaction for machine learning, they have a function that is, you know, related to Netflix's recommendation engine, essentially. And you are able to earn between $450,000 and $850,000 for that. The salary range for an L6 research scientist in machine learning is between $390,000 and $900,000. And, you know, while a technical director in their machine learning R&D tech lab could make between $450,000 and $650,000. So even L5 software engineers and research scientist positions come with a salary range between $100,000 and $700,000. So this is obviously a really big contrast. Uh, when you're comparing this to the Screen Actors Guild, the SAG, who is on strike right now, um, and the members of the Screen Actors Guild, they average an annual earnings below $30,000 a year. So a lot of critics are arguing that this is a classic example of, you know, a tech company prioritizing machine learning capabilities over the creative talent um, that, you know, forms the, the bedrock of their content. So does this accusation actually hold water? That's the question a lot of people are asking. So while critics of Netflix's practices are very widespread, right, there's a lot of people criticizing this right now, I do think it's critical to remember that it is, you know, it's kind of straddled with two sets of responsibilities. As one of the world's largest tech companies, um, it's on the kind of the forefront of exploring AI's capabilities. Billions of dollars are funneled into this sector, 
um, promising advancements that really extend beyond just the generative models for art, voice, and writing. I think these innovation areas are also remain really largely unproven in delivering real value, and many companies are kind of wary of the potential outcomes. Something a lot of people are missing in this whole controversy is the fact that the AI roles at Netflix, right, these big, you know, $900,000 salaries or even $500,000 salaries that, you know, you're seeing these big ranges, um, these actually don't pertain to content creation. So actually, you know, contrary to some people's beliefs on this, instead they actually are for, you know, leading product improvements to understanding member experiences and developing novel personalization techniques. So they also include, you know, pioneering AI technology in the gaming industry and uh, devising algorithms for high quality localization. So machine learning's really huge applications from image processing, motion capture, um, network traffic flow, they become pretty indispensable for companies like Netflix, right? And so I believe that any company not making some very substantial investments in AI research really does risk falling behind right now. And I think you know, especially in a time when this sector is just absolutely on fire. It's so hot. This is what Netflix has to pay because right now they're competing heavily with OpenAI and, you know, they just raised $10 billion and even, you know, Google and Microsoft and Amazon and Apple, all of these, all of these massive companies are investing super heavily into this field. And if, if Netflix wants to compete, they have to start raising their salaries and offering competitive rates, you know, whether they like it or not, whether people are complaining that, you know, they should spend that money or give it to, away to someone else. If they're really serious about investing in AI, which as a large tech company, they should be, this is kind of what they have to do. So I think the advantage to being um, gained from a bandwidth saving compression algorithm or a perfection or, you know, a perfected recommendations engine, I don't think that can be understated right now. So um, if Netflix was able to save themselves bandwidth, and you know, deliver the movies faster, have less glitches, have higher quality, um, save time, save money on on all of this technology they have right now. I think that is absolutely um, indispensable. That's absolutely necessary. That saves them so much money. And perhaps one of these engineers um, is saving them. You know, is likely saving them orders of magnitude more than they're paying them. So it you know it 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 kind of makes sense. But you know, I think a lot of people. Uh, wonder if this really addresses the pay gap between tech and also the creative, you know, side of the industry. I think it's true that Netflix, like any tech giant, is you know always trying to stay competitive. I think you you have to. I think this is um, a lot of people are still complaining that they're not being competitive enough. They're not paying high enough salaries to um, to different uh, workers, especially in kind of the movie the movie industry and and they've seen some some downfalls from that so i think this is a really interesting conundrum that is currently playing out i think this is going to be interesting to see um what happens with the current you know the strike in hollywood and kind of the broader sentiment of workers that are complaining that ai is going to take their jobs and definitely this whole um, issue of netflix paying ai workers a ton of money isn't helping those people with those concerns but i do think you know it is important to know that those AI workers aren't, you know, necessarily going and developing the next, uh, the next AI tool to replace uh, actors and actresses. Really, it's it's focusing on a lot of other things that are broadly helping Netflix as a company. So, in in any case, I understand where some of the complaints are coming from, but it's going to be interesting to uh, follow this story and see how Netflix 
um, continues to adapt and see how the industry continues to adapt to AI overall. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thank you for tuning in to the AI Applied Podcast. Make sure to rate this wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic rest of your day.